Hey, y'all, before we get started, uh, we get told all the time that newbies will find the show and they'll start from episode one and work their way through. And it just means so much to Rich and I. And we just wanted to ask a favor of you, if that's you, if you've been enjoying the show, if you've been learning a lot, if you will leave an honest review over on your Apple podcasting app, or if you're listening on Spotify, you can leave a review there. We want to hear from you. We want to know how we can improve the show, how we can be better. It only takes a second. So if you'll leave us an honest review over on wherever you're listening to, we'd be forever grateful. Now let's get into the show. Does success in real life translate to Web3? Today's guest is an advocate for onboarding women into the space and warns that what may have worked for you in real life might not work for you in Web3. Look, are you interested in investing or collecting NFTs but are overwhelmed with all the information? Heather and I were true, true NFT newbies. We're going to break it down as we're learning, as we wander unafraid into the world of digital art. Listen, y'all, we're going to cure you of your FOMO, mildly educate you, and give our unqualified opinions and hopefully have a lot of laughs along the way. Stacey L is a strategic advisor, entrepreneur, founder of Visible Women NFT, which is a really unique NFT project that is personable and perfect for the NFT newbie. But also it has a punch and a bang to it with its underlying mission to bring in more women to the light and make them, yes, visible. We will get into the details of this project in just a second, but something she said kind of shocked me. I was like, oh, okay, okay. When we connected, she said that one thing newbies should know is that, quote, success from women in real life may not translate into Web3, meaning preparedness, credentials, et cetera. Stacey, welcome to the show. You got to tell us more here. Thank you, guys. Thank you for that fabulous intro. And I think shocking is a good thing because we all need to wake up and wake up to what's going on in the NFT space and wake up to the opportunities. And so I think that I'm looking to do that. I'm looking to you know, be that voice that is encouraging, but yet educating. That it's, it's, not, it's not like a simple thing, like just, oh, come do it. It's so fun and everyone can do it because I think that's like a setup. I'm so appreciative of this chance to take on this topic with you because I think this is the help that newbies need. You know, I think that's the help I needed when I got involved. You know, I think I needed encouragement and, you know, and there's so much to be excited about and it's completely worth the while, but it does take a certain onboarding process. It's not an immediate uptake and it wasn't for me. And I think it has intersections with social media, but I even see it. This is like the craziest thing, mind-blowing for me. As I've brought in interns and some of, everyone thinks, okay, young people get everything, right? Young people, young people get technology, right? You, you give a, a baby an iPad, they know what to do, right? That's sort of like the idea. But I even see that the skills that served everyone in Web 2 is almost, can lead to confusion in Web 3 because you think, what, what are you talking about? Like an intern said, I said to an intern, which I'm clearly generations older than this intern in college. <laughs> and I said, I'm, I'm just trying to dig deep into your understanding about social media. And I think that she thought I had 10 heads, meaning you think that you understand social. She actually like 
said that back to me. You know what I mean? Because this is <laughs> everyone speaks freely. So she says, like, of course I know social media. Like that's like breathing, right? And then I said, well, when you were looking to get this internship and you looked at our socials, you know, what did you think of the Substack? And she says, you know, I'm not sure what I know what you're talking about. And I said, well, let's just take a look at my Instagram page. And do you see my name, the name Visible Women? And do you see the link right under the name? And did you click on it? And she goes, no. And I said, well, that's the difference between Web 2 and Web 3. Like, you can understand what Instagram is, and you can kind of see the page. And I tried to give her the analogy that if you don't click the link in Web 3, it's like standing outside my storefront and not walking in. Like you didn't actually enter. And that's like a different like mentality that we have to educate. And especially my, my focus is onboarding women, you know, creating equity. But the reality is everyone really needs this lesson, you know, because everyone, oh, I, I know everything about social media. I'm, I'm a, I have followers. I mean, even I think, you know, influencers with tremendous following that they developed in web two may not port over the way they think into Web3. We kind of uncovered in a recent interview, I'll just say it was Tom Bilyeu, and we're going to reference that one a lot because it was just a fantastic interview. But he said he got his ass kicked in Web3 because he misinterpreted the difference between audience, which is what he had in Web2, and community, which is what is driving Web3. So there's very particular distinctions that people are going to have to know but kind of to get back into your mission, you know, I know we're going to talk about how you plan to do this, but why is this something that you are trying to undertake? What are you seeing that says to you, I need to help women get into this space? So I have been lucky in my IRL career to intersect with Gloria Steinem on creating the first ever endowed chair in her name at Rutgers University. And it was a really pivotal aha moment career-wise for me, where sitting in the room with just these incredible female founders and talking about media and just seeing there's leaders in the space, like Gina Davis has been a leader in the space. Stacey Smith, who's a professor at USC, is a leader in the space, like really doing deep dive on how women are represented in media. And when they did all the research and they found how few even take a cartoon, you know, like a, a movie that's animated that you're, I think they said there was sort of like one female lead, like there was just no role models. And I reflected upon my own kids saying, we're still watching shows where, you know, the best thing that happens to the girl is finding the right, right guy. You know, the, it's this like Cinderella story that's just keeps going around and, you know, it was a huge wake-up call for me. I got really passionate about it. And then I've worked in the entrepreneurial space as a strategic advisor for a long time. And I have a son who's an incredibly talented artist. And we were incubating a lot of startups, you know, creative startups. And then he wanted to do an NFT project. And I partnered with him on his project. And it was that second aha moment where I had realized that this is the opportunity because pretty much, you know, with his project, there was an immediate uptake where we were having Zooms and conversations globally. And is this the Cyber Trucker Club? 
Clever Soccer Club. So it, it, the the project is focused around sustainable energy and having you know a lot of uh, kind of shout out to Elon Musk and Tesla and SpaceX and space exploration and it's a really exciting project. I saw that this is like a real opportunity because whether I would write a book or a blog or again a Web two type platform, this was immediately exponential and could immediately help. And and then seeing, which was devastating for me, that a lot of the challenges that women and minorities are facing IRL were mimicking themselves in the virtual world. And and that's sort of hard for me to comprehend because I think you think if we're going to create something from scratch today, that we are actually going to be evolved in it. But yet it was deferring to a lot of what wasn't working in the real world. Can you give an example? So give an example. So women aren't participating in the profits. Women aren't leading the projects. You know, some of the projects even that are considered women found or women led, there's a lot of men right behind it. You know, there's also some projects don't have transparency around it. Like even that, you know, I was on a call with some, you know, quote unquote, women led projects. And there's Q&A and a lot of women were saying, well, how do we know which projects to invest in? And the advice being given was you're saying, oh, you have to do your diligence. And then, but that happens to be an anonymous founder, like someone we don't know who that person actually is. So I'm trying to understand how you apply real life skills to saying I need to do diligence on a project where you can't even do diligence on who is running the project. You know, so this is a, these are, this never existed in web two, you know, you wouldn't have anonymous founders, you know, that were successful on this magnitude, giving advice about diligence. I mean, that's the funny thing. Of, and, and there was nothing really wrong with it. Cause I, I think it's all exciting and great. So this doesn't have to be any downer or disincentive or barrier to entry. It just requires conversation. If you're going to do something that you've never done before, you know, often you need to do some training and educate yourself. You're going to, you can't climb Mount Everest because I feel like doing that today. You cannot do that. Like as exciting, exhilarating, incredible that would be, you have, you can't run a marathon. What age you are, you're supposed to follow a plan to execute on a marathon, you know? So I think some of that has to come into this and then conversely, some of the planning can actually sabotage you in the business. Because if you do only like web two style planning, it may not be the right planning. Hey newbies, our friend Sean has made an online course called NFTs Simplified. So consider it an extension of the things that we've tried to help you do. Now this course is gonna cover a few things and we wanna tell you about it because it is very affordable and it is very worthwhile. So obviously we're gonna cover what an NFT is, how to transfer Ether crypto into your wallet, how to buy an NFT, NFT security basics, all so that you can do the things you want. Some of you wanna make money, some of you wanna invest money, some of you wanna make sure your NFTs and your monies are 
safe. And that's exactly uh, why we're pairing up with Sean for this. So there will be five video lessons and there's also plenty of course handouts and notes. Uh, I'm looking at some of the reviews right now. Here's one from Halim saying, the course is great. I love the graphics and wish I had time to watch all this before I tried to do it myself. So there's additional reviews just like that that made us confident to partner with him and to offer this course to you for 19 bucks, okay? That's about three Starbucks grande drinks, okay? So think about it, 19 bucks to keep your NFTs safe, to get you some of that extended knowledge that you want and to just have a course from someone who is driven to help you. So we'll link it in the show notes. See you next time. For Web3. I wanted to get into, I mentioned before we hit record, I don't think you've used this word, but to me, it seemed just like a very personalized high touch point for your holders and what you're wanting to create with your own project and your missions to onboard 100,000 women into the NFT space. And I know you're all about strategy. You've been doing it for years. What's the strategy to reach 100,000 people by approaching it on a one-on-one -on -one basis? Oh, I love that. Thank you. So fortunately for me, as new as the NFT space is, this is my second project. So it's not my first project. And that helps a lot too, because I learned a lot and then I was able to translate it into this project and I was able to see, and, and not only that, I will just encourage everyone that the skills that I'd like to get to, you know, at some point or later or another time uh, in terms of flexible thinking and not being so attached to certain results or certain approaches, because I've already created and innovated like a hundred times, you know, it's like I, I'm creating and innovating and, and destroying and rebuilding every single day. And, and that's really what's required. So despite the fact that it's my second project, even in and, and having a lot more thought, I, I'm doing that almost inside many times inside of every day. But I did have the ability to see that, hey, social media presents challenges for newbies. Cryptocurrency presents challenges for newbies. Twitter spaces, by the way, is something that newbies have to be educated about and understand the power. Twitter spaces, Discord, Clubhouse, all, all of it. Um, now, Telegram. I mean, every day I feel like there's a new platform that you're behind on, you know, and that you have to embrace that. So, and it's fun. That's exciting. We need to learn from that, Rich. It's fun and it's exciting. It's not, it's, it's like, it's <laughs> no, I delete, I delete, Stacey, I delete apps on the regular. So you're talking to the wrong dude. I like to like addition by subtraction. Well, I mean, that's true. Too. That's what I'm saying. We, we can't even sit here during this great podcast and say, definitely delete apps or definitely learn the new apps because what you're in the mood for today or it's working for you today, you might change your mind tomorrow. You know, I mean, uh, there, I think there was a funny, someone did a quote actually about, um, I think it was Alicia Keys. And one time she said, I'm not wearing makeup anymore. It's like a barrier and I have to put this on. And it's like, you know, it's between me and myself and all of this. And then some other celebrity came in and like, days later, I watched her putting on lipstick before she did something. And you know what she said? She says, I'll do whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> yeah. and, and that's like very Web3 to me. You know what I mean? Like, don't listen to what I said yesterday. Today, this is what I want to do. You know, so that's something that's new for, I think, a lot of people. And, and also, we didn't touch upon this, but, you know, I guess I, I don't like this word that much, but I'm going to use it because I think it works. You know, a lot of women founders, women in the space, we refer to like bros. Okay, so bros are sort of like maybe some perception of guys that are successful in Web3. But 
these bros that they speak of have grown up playing video games. Yes. And a lot of women have different appetites and interests and, and experience. And when you have that in your background, I think you have different skill sets that you learned that are applicable in Web3. And so that gamer mentality, what is a game? What is part of the game? What are the prizes? What are the incentives? What is the utility? All of these, and what is a DAO? What does that mean? You know, all of these terms that I'm throwing out, and it doesn't matter for all your newbies if you don't know one thing I'm saying. It's just, I didn't either. And it's completely fine. It's all overcomable, you know, but it just takes some, you know, flexible thinking, you know, being, you know, open to learning and not specifically dogmatic that you did this, that, and the other thing to be successful before, and you are going to do those same things and it's going to work here. Because even if you try it, maybe it will, maybe some of it will, maybe 50% of it will, maybe 75 will, maybe one day is 10%, the next day is 90%. I mean, you have to just, this is for people that are comfortable. You know, I, I wanted to, I had a quote for you and I think this is kind of really helpful. It was, help, this helps me. But for all the newbies that want to get involved, a good plan violently executed now is better than a perfect plan executed at some indefinite time in the future. 100%. <laughs> and I thought that really encapsulates, you know, a lot of women, you know, tend to be, it's not, I don't think it's inherently in women at all, but I think in education, in this concept of being a good girl or you know, fulfilling what you're supposed to do in societal roles that don't need to exist this way. Women often plan, you know, I, I, a lot of women that have wanted to get involved with visible women, they start doing some deep dives of all this stuff that because they, they want some kind of perfect execution that does not exist. You know, it, it just does not exist in Web3 that way. And I, I think honestly, then the cool reinforcing thing, you start to, your mind explodes and you realize, whoa, the things I'm learning for Web3, the things I'm learning to succeed in the NFT space are actually going to translate into success in all areas of my life. Maybe eclipse all the things that you thought were even working for you before, because it's like mind-blowing potential of opening up your mind to new way of doing things and engagement and community and all this amazing when I say riches, I don't mean money. I mean actual joyful work and connection. Yes, oh, I'm with you. So when we talk about the potential annual membership benefits that come along with being part of the project, what specific strategies are you going to be teaching there to other women? Basically, for newbies, I thought it was so 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 many barriers to entry that I created a Substack, and I love sub Substack's a newsletter. And a lot of sort of disruptors in various industries right now are doing similar, you know, and I think it's an amazing way to engage with your community, to build community, to make it um, mutually beneficial. You know, and there's, there's content, there's value, there's interaction. And then for me, it captures newbies who are still getting information via email. I mean, there's definitely people, whether we understand it or not, 
that don't understand social media at all. Not on Twitter, not on TikTok, not, not on Instagram. They get an email and that's how they know about things. So they're still reading a newspaper, you know, whether it's online or in paper. So I don't, we don't want to lose those people. They should be able to participate. So, and then similarly, I think it's going to change. Could it, should have changed already, could change while we're on this podcast or a minute from now, but you're going to be able to use a credit card eventually to buy an NFT. But, but in, in my space with newbies, they almost, I think there's almost a certain amount of skepticism. What do you mean I can't buy my NFT with my credit card? Like you have to be pulling one over on me that I need cryptocurrency to get an NFT when in fact that is the truth. Whoever thinks they have an NFT and they got it without having cryptocurrency, I'd love to learn how, but I don't think that exists. And that, you know, that that's tough for people because in a way it's like you're in some exclusive club that they cannot participate, you know, and then they feel left out and then they turn away. So instead through the Substack, we have members that pay a fee and, and then we create a custom portrait for them. And that's really was a huge, huge decision on my part. And I think this is another like hard concept in a way for newbies, but the way the NFT space works, it's a bit, and this is not a great analogy because I know for a lot of people, this isn't something that they, you, know, you may not be enamored with the concept of sororities or fraternities, but the NFT space is somewhat organized a bit like a Greek system where there's different like membership communities and you could be associated with them. Stacey, we have one final question I'm excited to ask you about, but before then, where can people connect with you online? So at Visible Women NFT for Twitter and for Instagram, and then please check out our Substack because that's really, you know, has all of our articles and you'll see the features that we do. And we're really becoming a bit of a super connector community where our members are finding each other and connecting with one another. So that's at visiblewomen.substack.com. Wonderful. So we get random questions in from our listeners all the time. So this one is from at the fashion psych, Elaine Johnston. And it says, if you were to swap places with the opposite sex for 48 hours, what are things you feel like you would accomplish that you feel like you can accomplish right now? Wow. That's a cool question. Um, I love the question and I, I have to ponder it, but I would just want to probably respond back that I find every single day that being myself, exactly who I am, is sort of like such hard work because I can talk to you guys about all of this, but each day I actually have to kind of repeat these lessons to myself when I'm doing business for visible women, when I'm having conversations, when I'm having negotiations, interactions, I feel like I have to keep retraining myself to be a woman-led founder. Do you know what I'm saying? That that's, so it's so occupying 24-7 to embrace it myself and practice what I'm preaching and teach myself that I don't know that I would at really any point right now want to be other than myself and, <laughs> and doing what I'm doing. <laughs> I completely get it. I would give birth. I would if I would give birth so I could be like did it. Like like been there, done that cuz every time I feel like I have a bad cold, I'm like this is what it must be like, you know? It's so not. That's correct. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think I'm totally I mean, kidding. I'm totally kidding. So no, I say that because I just I would I've I've seen my wife go through it twice, and I'm like, man, she's a champion, you know. And I was just like, I would want to do something unbelievably hard that I know I cannot do as as a male. So that's what I would say in the craziest roundabout way. That's what I would say, Heather. Well, quickly, we'll we'll end it here. But I, I I don't know if I would quote do anything that I can't do as a woman. But I would love to interact with the world and these things that we we do every single day through the lens of a male and just seeing like energetically like how things are perceived and the differences of it. Because I know sometimes talking to my spouse, it's just like what like we're saying we're seeing the same thing and we're talking in two different languages and stuff. So I think it's more of a perception thing that I would really love to get in the mind of a you know, and I don't know if that's a very general statement, but just see the world a little bit differently than my own, than my own energy. But I'll make sure you connect with us over on Discord. It is NFTs for newbies. All that is linked up in the show notes. Stacy, thank you so much. See y'all later. Bye.